<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 358. Last Look by Charles Burns. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. You uh, thought about that for a second. I hesitated because that is the name of the collection of which neither of us have. Right. We have the singles. I guess it all adds We up have the to... floppies. <laughs> These are not floppy. Oh, okay. <laughs> These are pretty stiffies. <laughs> uh, you got three stiffies right now. Yeah, right That's impressive. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, so these individual books are called "Xed Out the Hive and Sugar Skull." Yep. But the collection is called "Last Look." Yeah. But nowhere on these three books does it mention "Last Look" at all. Nope. So, so to us, we didn't read "Last Look." No, no, we did not. But but it's hard to say. We we read three separate graphic novels yeah. that came out over the span of years. Like five years yeah, or something. Let's see. I know Sugar Skull came out in twenty fourteen. And X'd Out, which is the first one, came out in twenty ten. Oh yeah. So four years. Yeah. So yeah. And God knows how long it took him to actually work on these things. Oh my gosh, right. <laughs> yeah. You've all seen Charles Burns' art. Yeah. That's um, uh detail it's it's mind-blowing <laughs> it looks really simple uh -huh. if you first look at it right but it is not it is uh i would say meticulous yes like there's a because even then it's not really all that detailed i mean there's a there's shit ton of detail but it is like perfectly crafted i know it looks like it was just formed that way right it looks like he found it like like a like that Mormon guy in the woods with the golden plates? Sure. Uh, Joseph Stalin? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> Smith. Joseph Smith, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, his stuff just, it's, he might be the best artist ever. Uh-huh. Probably. Yeah, he's definitely in my top three. Yeah. Yeah. So it's me, and then you, and then Charles Burns? Yep. <laughs> Coming in at number three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's incredible. And is this the first time he's ever done color work? Oh, I don't know. Or at least color comics, I mean. Uh, wow, yeah. I can't remember anything in color. Was Big Baby in color? I have or? never read Big Baby. I've seen it, but I've never read it. El Borba? I've never heard of that one. Okay. Uh, maybe? I'm going to go say maybe. Yeah. Go, go say it, then. I'll wait right here. All right, hold on. Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. This is what happens when we record in the morning. It's even dumber. <laughs> so, yeah, the sun's out, which is weird for us. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, we've done late afternoon where the sun is still out. I'm sure. But it's, it's going away. Yeah. This is, like... At its pinnacle. Peak sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How fitting, then, for a Charles Burns comic to be sure. done yeah. at noon. Because it, his stuff is so incredibly dark, it, it would scare me to review this at night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, uh, so this is a weird one. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, this is, um, it's like, it's not unlike, um, the Twin Peaks stuff we've been watching. Yeah, I definitely had that thought a lot while reading this. Yeah. And, and me having seen all of the season, and, and you have not yet. Yeah, I'm still like six episodes away. Right. Um, there. There is a lot in common. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and obviously not a ripoff of anything. You know, but, right. Because you know, uh, cause this came before. And, you know, I'm sure probably just similar frequencies that David Lynch and Charles Burns are probably yeah. on here. Well, I mean, I mean, both, yeah, like both of them seem to gravitate towards dark, weird, and dreams, yeah, and and the like. I think, I think 
this could have this could be a David Lynch movie. Oh, yeah. It would be amazing. I'd love to see that. Sure. Let's see, we got weird fetal things. Happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh So this is also sort of like just the most weirdest, twisted, bizarre, fucked up Tintin story in the world. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the story opens and it has like a feel that's, I mean, you can tell it's Charles Burns, but it it looks way different than anything I've seen by him. Right, and and it is like his uh his version of Her Herje Herje the the guy did Ten Ten. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks. I mean, the main character looks like a kind of like a darker version of. Tintin has got black hair instead of you know right. blonde hair, but and instead of a dog that he follows around, it's a cat. Black cat, yeah. So yeah, it's like the Charles Burns like cover song. <laughs> it's like if Charles Burns was a band and right. he was covering Tintin. Yeah, it's like his weird dark version. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, so so there's sort of two parallel stories going on uh which you know mirror each other pretty well uh but uh, the the main focus is on uh on our character Dougie yeah Dougie Jones <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Dougie Jones from Twin Peaks Oh he deserves his own comic series <laughs> That'd be amazing. No, he's just Doug, right? Or is it, or is it Dougie? Well, it's Doug, but like some people. Call oh, that's him right. Yeah, yeah Sarah, I think he, calls him Dougie. Yeah, he he doesn't uh, particularly care to be called that. But, yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, so it opens in uh, like the no, Tintin world. Confused. Yeah, yeah. It starts. He like wakes up in his bed, and that's right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely starts out with the Tintin stuff. Uh, and yeah, and it's just like this weird dream world kind of thing happening with weird creatures and monsters that populate this world and like, he doesn't know what's happening. And, yeah, it's like you walk through portal, like, not portals, but you walk through like a hole in your wall and you end up in this weird cave and then you end up in this city it's like dream logic where things connect that you know don't don't make linear sense really right but he's like kind of navigating this landscape and, yeah. and you're kind of seeing this world like kind of figuring out you know what is real and what you know is this the actual setting of the story and right uh but then uh so yeah he meets a few characters and creatures and whatnot and uh Eventually, he sort of wakes up, and then we come into what I'm guessing is the real world. Yeah. According to Charles Burns, anyway. I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe the Tintin stuff's the real world. Right. Maybe neither one. It's Maybe this is all possible. Inky's imagination. It's also very true. That's the cat's name. Inky. Yeah. Uh, and then we meet uh, the real world, ver- world version of our character, Doug, who... Uh, has, has apparently recently suffered a head wound of some sort. Mm. And, uh, and then we get a lot of flashbacks to, you know, some some lost loves and regrets in his life. Yeah. It's like he's he's trying to remember things because he's, he's kind of foggy on things. Yeah, so it, it never really comes out and says it, but, but there's definitely sort of a... He must have suffered some sort of brain damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, also explains him. You know, bandage on his head. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, now uh, now I don't know where to go with talking about this. Yeah. Well, I, I loved, okay, because I read, I read the first one when it came out, yeah. like, by itself, and then you, know, you have to wait a few, few years for the right. second part. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, man, I... I remember thinking it was just the strangest thing, and I couldn't make sense of it. And, right. Um, and then I read the second part, you know, a few years later, and uh, I was like, okay, it makes 
I, I see some connections here. Right. And and after reading the third one, it does like it is really cohesive. Like oh, yeah. like yeah. in a I mean you still have to like really like go back and look through things to tie it together, but man um Well I, I would even say that like after reading all three like in a row, like the first one pretty much lays out everything that happens. Yeah. Like right. like within itself. Like you just don't you necessarily get the context. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, things are explained later, like yeah. who people are and what situations meant and things like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, basically it's uh yeah, this man he's he's suffered this horrible injury and now he's uh he's having to like come you know, come to terms with all the things that maybe didn't go right in his life. Right. And uh you know, because he's I'm I'm guessing he was thinking a lot about death. I mean, a lot of the imagery is kind of skulls and right. horrible, horrible monsters, and um, so maybe he's like trying to reconcile things, yeah. kind of. Uh, but also, like you know, it's also about him just sort of learning to survive in the world now that he's you know gone through this trauma, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, doesn't. Uh, doesn't really go all that well for him over the years. No, he's... I mean, he, like, I don't know if I would call his life a tragic life. It just, like, because he doesn't seem, like, incredibly upset by it. He just seems like, you know, well, shit, there's another thing I fucked up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like he seems to be able to, to operate fine other than when he kind of has to retreat into and just hide in his bed for a while. Right. Uh, so some of this hit a little close to home. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've not suffered the brain injury that I know of. Huh. Uh, it's possible. My mom did kick a door down on my head when I was four, so, oh, you know. Wow. Yeah. That possibly caused some damage. Sure, there. sure, there's some, some sort of effect there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but just, you know, dealing with relationships and, and people and, and uh, anxiety... And, and depression, like that's kind of what a lot of his issues are, you know, yeah. removed from the, you know, the trauma part. Right. Uh, just, it, it seems like, you know, what we know of him before that even happened, like he's, you know, was always prone to that sort of mental state anyway. Right. So, you know, it's not like it, I mean, the injury affected him, but like. It wasn't what put him in the. Yeah, depressed yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like kind of an art school guy that did these weird, like experimental noise poetry type right. things to and uh. So ooh, I would hate this guy. <laughs> I would have been his pal. <laughs> I used to, I used to go to those like poetry readings and things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the most real thing. uh in this book was when he was uh, when we see him doing his first poetry reading yeah and he gets kicked off the stage by the band <laughs> yeah they'd kind of make fun of him and, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that felt very real I've seen stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> but you know he persevered yeah yeah uh <laughs> yeah it's uh man it is it is bizarre and beautiful. Yeah, it's also really hard to talk about. Uh, well, I mean, there's an excuse we use a lot. Uh, we we do, but I mean, yeah. this one, I mean, I mean, there's things we could say about it that would open up uh, avenues of discussion, but that would kind of spoil major parts of the story. Yeah, definitely. Because the third book kind of ties everything cues you in. into what's you know what some of this means. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to spoil it too much, but it, I mean, it is about, um, dealing with real life issues and this dream world, it seems to be his, you know, his subconscious way of figuring it out right. because it sort of like propels him to do these things, like to go, to go meet with people he hadn't, hasn't seen in years and try to reconcile things right. because, um, his, you know, like the dream sequences happen first and they kind of are like reminders of things he did do and then they kind of make him want to you know to see these people again and right 
Because, yeah, this, the, the entire story takes place in, like, three different sort of settings. Yeah. You know, there's, like, the modern-day stuff, and then the flashbacks, and then the stream world. Yeah. And, uh, like, all three books, uh, I know that there's... Uh, I want to say there's a part in the third book. Because throughout, we've met his dad, mm-hmm. who, like, in the second book, dies, I think, probably of cancer. They yeah. They really come out and say it. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah. But then in the third book, like, it's mentioned that it's been six years since his dad died. So, I mean, the entire story takes place, like, across, you know, at least seven years, eight years. Yeah. Because uh, he's got his relationship with Sarah, which I think spans a decent amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, by the time we catch up to him, you know, more grown up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or at least older, older, yeah, 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 because <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not what we would call super grown up at yeah. that point. Yeah. Can you imagine like forty year old guy just wearing a t shirt, like the same kind of stuff you'd wear when you're in high school? Look at that loser, stupid. yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Huh. Huh. Oh fuck! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he just, yeah, he just, you know, had, he, he's, he's never grown up, really. Yeah. I mean, not that he's, uh, like, apparently he's had jobs and things, but, right. but he's, yeah, he's just, he's never done anything really responsible or, right. you know, substantial with his life. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there's even a part where he's sort of, he spends a lot of his time reminiscing, you know, and, and remembering the past, and I think. It both comforts him, and it's just something for him to just sort of, you know, when when you have, you know, a severe depression, you know, mm-hmm. just sometimes you just latch on to things in the past oh, yeah. and, and do whatever you can to sort of perpetuate them, because even though it may be a horrible thing, it's a familiar thing, and, right. you know, it comforts you in a way. Yeah, there's even, there's... The, Okay, so there's the main dream sequence, like, we talked about that looks like Tintin. Right. Um, because, you know, it shows him, it shows when Doug wakes up in the real, real world, yeah. in his bed, like, there's, there's a few things scattered around his room, and, uh, one of them is a, a Tintin comic on yeah. his bed. He's been reading, probably. That's why, well, it's called Knit Knit, just right. so he won't get sued, I guess, but, but, uh, so there's that dream world, but then there's also, like, dreams that look like the real world. Like, there's one where he's kind of walking through this weird monster landscape, but he looks like normal Doug. Right. And then he finds the, the bed that, that he spent his recovery time in after the accident. And he, you know, but there's like monsters scurrying around and weird eggs and things. So, right. you know, it's clearly a dream. And then he just, he's like, oh, he's like, it's not much to look at, but it's real familiar. And he just crawls into that bed. And yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's what it's like when you're, you're down. You yeah. Know? You, it doesn't you, you you know what you're doing isn't pretty or good, but it's familiar. Yeah. So that's that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, so there were definitely aspects of this book that just sort of kinda hit a little close to the heart. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's for for all of its like fantastical elements, right. it is a very like relatable real story for anyone who's dealt with any sort of loss or, right. you know, darkness or whatever. Yep. Uh, but, but it's so much prettier than anything we've ever experienced. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If my world was drawn by Charles Grimes, I'd be happier. A little bit. Yeah. 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 He is Even phenomenal. if I did have to deal with foul mouth lizard people putting yeah. me around. <laughs> yeah. China. Yeah. Yeah, there's some real, there's some actual, like, not humor, like slapstick humor, but th- I've, chuckle at some of the liz- oh, yeah. lizard people things yeah, you know yeah. they're funny it's not all it's not all completely dark i mean it's right. it's a dark story but there's some funny things yeah it's not all completely dark some of it is just fucking weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean yeah the way he draws from the dwarf from the diaper i love the dwarf in the diaper he really he really abuses uh doug though yeah like takes his money and has him feed him and <laughs> he's kind of a jerk yeah 
We all have friends like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they ever even name him. Oh, no. I was gonna say I'm your. I'm that <laughs> you, guy to you. You're not wearing your diaper anymore. Yeah, I'm wearing pants over. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even like I remember, I remember stopping on a panel that is just it's just a panel of um, a chopsticks picking up a piece of sushi. Right. And I just looked at it for like an hour. <laughs> I was like, that is. Just miss sushi. No, oh, okay. not it. Just like the way he draws everything is oh, fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, absolutely, it is. Um, and okay, so 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 yeah. So we've already got you know things happening in three different sort of settings, uh, but also uh, especially in the second book. Uh, the, the dream version of Doug winds up picking up some uh, romance comics. Oh, yeah. Throbbing Heart. Yes. And, like, as if Charles Burns wasn't already just an amazing fucking artist. Right. He draws in a third style yeah. that looks pretty much exactly like old John Romita comics. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't know how he does it. Like you can tell it's him. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but it also looks like. But at first glance, you you don't recognize it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's like the little things, like the way he draws hair and, and faces, but and oh. just some detail. But it looks like like you just picked up like a Rex Morgan MD collection. <laughs> yeah. There. Right. And it's in this weird language. Oh Like yeah. like everything's like it almost looks like an alien version of Japanese or something. Right. Oh, man. It's... Yeah. This book is just incredible to look at. It's like... Each one is an art book. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're... You know... They're gridded out, so there's no, like, splash pages or anything like that, but... But... Yeah, it's just... It's just beautiful. I like how uh, each of the covers... Like, I don't know what the cover to the collection looks like. I think it's just a giant face or something. But but uh, each of the covers has, you know, a background that is like clearly in the dream world. But the but Doug in the foreground is like the real version of Doug, yeah. the, uh, the dream version. And so I think that's kind of like a cool juxtaposition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah because it's not like that inside the books at all. Right, you yeah. get one or the other. But wow, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, like it is. like it's. Like, I honestly don't know. I've read Black Hole at least three times, and that's one of my favorite comics. I honestly don't know if I like this better or, or if I like Black Hole better, because they're both, they're both incredible, but. Right. You can like them equally. I could, but I'm sure one is slightly more, you know, I'm sure one wins a little. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna go ahead and say? I think Black Hole wins a little for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's the first thing I ever saw by him, this yeah. issue of Black Hole. And, uh, yeah, been a fan ever since that day. Yeah, same. Uh, definitely always look forward to anything he puts out. Uh, I know I have, I think I have Big Baby, the collection of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I have Old Borba or not. I've never heard of Old Borba? El Borba. Old Borba? I've never heard of that one. I've seen Big Baby, and... It looks like his art, but it's like, it's kind of like you know he's it's still one of his older works. Yeah, so. I mean he's still like getting there, right? And it's and it's you know better than I can do, but well, sure. it, but I'm like I would just rather read Black Hole a fourth time there, than yeah. read that because you know he he got it by the time he was Black <laughs> Hole. Um, I mean yeah, I've read some of his stuff in in Raw. He had some stories in there, and those were cool. Like he used to have like real cartoony cowboy looking dudes, but then the super dark backgrounds, and, right? Yeah, it was so strange. Yeah. I've always liked you know, his monster portraits and stuff. You know, occasionally, like I'll see on eBay or Amazon, like what collection of like older stuff that I didn't even know existed. Oh yeah, I think about buying them, but you know, I'm still in the middle of my Kirby frenzy. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, with the exception uh, of, of uh, what you told me about uh, what's that? the upcoming. Black Hole Artist Edition. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, like, as soon as you told me about it, like, I just immediately <laughs> entered, entered the buy now on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah, he's one of the few artists that I'm I'm like I don't have to even think about it. It's like if he's doing something new, I'll I'll buy it. And right. the art collection I was kind of on the fence about, but yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm gonna end up with it. I mean, it's like like a hundred and something dollars retail, yeah. but but it's it's gonna be huge versions of his artwork. So right? How can you not? And you know, if it looks like any of the previous you know artist editions that we've seen, you know, it's like his art reprinted exactly as I it know. should look. Like I want to see like whiteout. There's please, see, please let there be whiteout. I want to see mistakes. Yeah, please. Uh, I want to see paste ups. God, I, I hope paint. there's mistakes in paint. <laughs> I hope. If not, it's <laughs> oh Jesus. I mean, yeah, like, like I still remember you and I going to that museum in Chicago. Uh, where they were having a comic exhibit and looking at like Anders Nilsson pages, oh, they were and amazing just, and just being so relieved. Yeah, they're like, "There's eight pieces of paper on this page." Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kept like fucking it up and fixing it. Right. I mean, he fixed it. Yeah. It looks amazing. Right. But the fact that he's fallible that that helped a lot. Right. We we're like uh, even that little art gallery that we went to that had comic pages and like seeing Chris Burnham's <laughs> page, which was like mostly just blue. <laughs> <laughs> so many blue lines. Right. It's like, oh, it really makes you feel better to just yeah. see someone whose work you admire and just see, oh, oh they fucked up too. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I got I hope there's mistakes on Charles Burns stuff. <laughs> see, the thing about that, that collection, though, it's not like one, you know, publication done as an art book. It's like a kind of a retrospective. So I wonder, though, if, you know, him will he pull out the yeah other. well you'd be like oh these are the ones that i didn't fuck up on right <laughs> i hope that's not the case i hope not either uh but yeah it's still like what 100 200 pages something yeah like that. oh it's, it's huge it's and still should be a, a good cross-section of this stuff yeah i mean i know black hole is like a thousand pages or whatever but right oh yeah he's 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 one of the best oh yeah and he doesn't I mean, he's obviously slow because he does such, like, mind-numbing, intricate, you know, like, stories and, and crazy artwork, but, um, he's got a lot of, a lot of good stuff out there you can find if you're not familiar with him. He, he did a bunch of Altoids ads, didn't he? Yes, he did. And, and Believer covers, if you've ever seen Believer magazine, he did all the, like, portraits on those covers, okay. like Willie Nelson and, nice. like, famous people. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of his, his celebrity portraits here and there. And mm-hmm. They're all pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah, they're, like, just cartoony enough that you can tell it's a cartoon version. Right. But just realistic enough that it's not, like, an exaggerated portrait. Right. It's not like their nose is way bigger or, you know, like like if somebody drew, like, like Mort Drucker doing Steven Tyler. Right. It's not like that. You know, it's <laughs> you can tell who it's supposed to be, but... It, like just the lines are curved enough that they look cartoony, yeah, and yeah, he's incredible in his style, which is that sort of wood block. Yeah, yeah, it does. His art, his art looks like it was cut with a, <clears throat> cut with a tiny, tiny woodcut device. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so the long journey of uh, not reading this book has finally come to an end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I read the first one. Like, yeah, like you said, when it first came out, and then, uh, you know, when the second one came out, I bought it, but I just kind of left it to the side. I was like, I'll wait for the third one. And then, uh, when the third one was released, I didn't buy it. And, uh, it was actually about, let's say, a year ago, I went to a used bookstore, and they had uh, the third one for like seven bucks. Oh, nice. So I was like, it's it's time. Yeah, for some reason, I mean, I read the first two, like, the week they came out, and the third one, I just, I didn't, I think I was waiting to reread them again, because it had been yeah. so long, and I just, you know, hadn't got around to rereading the first two again, so yeah. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you picked it. I am as well. It's, um, it's amazing. It's an amazing book. He's an amazing artist, and, and a, a pretty good writer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Charles Burns, still up there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> yeah, check him out. Yeah. Um, 
So, it, Lost Look is not out yet, though, right? No, it's out. Oh, is it? Okay. Because... Uh, or last, last Look. Last Look? Yeah. Okay, I said Lost I think Look. it was Last Look, yeah. Uh, last year, uh, when uh, Charles Burns was going to be in Columbus... Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I guess the book had just come out okay. at that point, because like, he was promoting it, and... I know I said, oh, hey, Charles Burns has this new book. I've never heard of it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's the collection of the other stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's the only reason I knew it. Oh, uh, I didn't realize. I couldn't remember that. that it was out yeah. that long. Uh, yeah, man, that was a bummer. I'm, I'm, I had, like, some sort of flu or something. Yeah. And uh, we, we, and for some reason, out of solidarity, you didn't go meet him either. Well, that was not my fault. Yeah. Because I, I would have... Totally left you in the dust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, gone to see it. Uh, no, so, yeah, there's, a, uh, I guess, now an annual uh, comic festival of sorts uh, called the Columbus... Cartoon Crossroads. Cartoon Crossroads. Yeah. Uh, and last year, Charles Burns was uh, giving a talk and, and doing a signing. Uh, on. Uh, it's like a four-day event, and uh, he was going to be there that Saturday. And uh, I went with our friend Jeremy, who refused to stay uh, <laughs> that late to uh, for for me to go see Charles. Oh, so, wow! So it was either uh, he was your ride. He was my ride. Uh, yeah. Why either, do you have to? What do you have to go home and play Final Fantasy or something? Probably, uh. or just like stroke his weird anime <laughs> porn statues. <laughs> oh, no, that's a little harsh. They're not weird. They're regular anime porn statues. <laughs> the weird ones he doesn't buy. He just orders for the store. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Just leaves them there for <laughs> yeah. all the kids to yeah. see. Yeah. Right. Oh uh, no, I love Jeremy, and we're actually hopefully gonna all three go back this year because oh, it's, okay. it's coming up. Well, I don't know if we'll all travel together or not, right. but um, it's yeah, CXC's coming up at the end of September here, and uh, there's some really good guests there again this year. Yeah. Uh, no Charles Burns, but no, no. Um, but some some good runner-ups. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got your. Who, you want to name a few? Uh, well, the ones I remember. Yeah, uh, Chip Zdarsky. That's that's a big yeah. one for me. Uh, Noah Van Syver, Nate Powell, Matt Fraction, Kelly Sue DeConnick, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Baker. Kyle Baker. Yeah. Oh, Kyle Baker is a, is a very big one. Um, Leslie Stein. I like her cartooning. Don't know who that is. Oh, maybe I'll pick one of her books. I, I have I have one I haven't read yet. So. Um, um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of people there. Yeah. Uh, Howard Cruz, um, yeah, Chris Sprouse. Uh, did you say Kelly Sue? You said uh, Kelly Sue. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. So it's a good mix of like you know mainstream creators and, and indie indie guys. Yeah, is our is our Durf back Durf. Durf so. is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, is our is our pal uh, Nate McDonough going to be there this year? I don't know. I didn't didn't see him on the list, but I'd be surprised if he doesn't just show up. Right. I think it's one of those things you have to be invited to, though. But I mean, he'll yeah, probably just yeah, he'll probably just yeah be there, be there. Yeah. But yeah, um, I yeah I want to go. Last year I I got to meet Ben Catcher and talk, I talked to Seth again. Like I'd met him once, right. but um, they did a a talk where they you know interview each other basically or show each other's artwork well, I was there yeah so <laughs> I know you were I don't think the millions of people listening probably weren't all there uh, but yeah I love I love those panels like yeah. like I swear that, that was a really good one yeah I mean it's amazing those are two creators that I honestly don't really care that much about but it was still fascinating isn't it though yeah. like yeah like I mean I love both of those guys but even if I you know, go to a panel where it's some people I'm not familiar with and maybe not even necessarily like even after the panel, sometimes I'm like, well, you know, I'm not really into their art, but that was fun. Right. You know? Um, yeah, I love, I love just hearing creators talk about their process and stuff, especially if it's somebody you really like that like helps. Uh, Yeah. So you should go listener. Yeah, definitely. September 28th, 29th and 30th and October 1st. Yep. Columbus, Ohio. It's free. Yep, and it takes place in like four different places. Yeah. There's like the main library, the art museum, the cartoon museum, and 
probably somewhere else. An alley behind the subway. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the sandwich side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's no rail system. Yeah. It's close. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, take a break. Yeah. read Charles Burns comics. Yeah, we did. Good for us. Yeah. We're smart. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you know, our friend, uh, our friend Pat Kane is a huge Charles Burns fan. Oh, yeah? Like, I think that might be his favorite cartoonist. Um, we, we miss our, our, our friend Pat Kane. He moved, moved away to be a big star. Yeah, he did. And, and he's, he's rocking it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's doing well. So, uh, and so, but, but I, have, I, have, I have a boner to pick with that game. Oh boy! Uh, so, so, uh, you know, uh, Harry Dean Stanton died uh, the, the other day. Pat killed Harry <clears throat> Dean Stanton. Pat killed Harry Dean Stanton. Oh my God! Which is egregious enough, but <laughs> there's more. There's more. Oh my God! So, on why Pat? On Twitter, I I wrote like a little dumb eulogy about Harry Dean Stanton, and uh, posted uh, a drawing that I did of Harry Dean Stanton uh, years ago for my ex girlfriend, and uh, it's a terrible drawing. Don't get me wrong, it's awful. Uh, well, to be fair, it was a terrible girlfriend. Well, that's right. <laughs> good. I don't even know who you're talking about. I just <laughs> okay. Uh. And uh, and then I decided, well, you know, uh, my my pal Jason drew a much better Harry Dean Stanton uh, years ago. Oh, stop! I'll, I'll post that too and say, hey, my pal Jason drew this. And 
Uh, and you know, Pat Kane uh, retweeted the one you drew, but but what the fuck? Oh well, that's that is cold, mm. harsh. Well, you know, when you live in California, it's easy to forget your your friends back home. That kid's an asshole. That's all I'm saying. Um, so nobody should go out and buy Rorg of the Blood Swap. Yeah, I was gonna say like, um, so we ki- we kickstarted it because yeah. we we like him. We like the pack game. Sure. Um, is that is that a book that you can just buy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but you shouldn't because Pat Kane is an ass. <laughs> and he killed Harry Dean Stanton. Yep. One of the greatest American actors of. Of my of my mind, like I I love that guy. He's awesome. Uh, He's in my favorite film of all time, and he's my favorite character in that film. So So that says something. Repo Man, (laughs) Avengers. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. When when I when when I heard about it, I was like, man, he was really great in Avengers. And Twin Peaks, man, we got to see him sing a song. I know. So, like, every time he showed up in, in the current season of uh, Twin Peaks, like, it made me so unbelievably happy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and it's weird because, you know, from, from what little I remember about Fire Walk With Me, uh, like, he was kind of an asshole in that one. Yeah, and, and Carl. Uh, yeah, yeah, Carl. And, uh... You know, just just not a very likable character, and he wasn't into that much anyway. But uh, you know, when he showed up again in, in uh, the revival, like he was a lot nicer. He was a genuinely great character. Yeah, yeah. Was he's not the same guy though? Right? Oh yeah, is he? He's Carl. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I know he's like a an apartment manager, but yeah, he just seems to you know he mellowed out apparently yeah. <laughs> yeah. over the years. We well, bought an acoustic guitar. Well, that, that helps. That helped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and. Uh, and according to uh, Mark Frost, apparently he was uh, he was always a bookhouse boy. Nice, yeah, nice. which never got mentioned in this uh, current uh, series. Yeah. Yeah. At least but we know. We know in our hearts and our loins. From from the only creator of Twin Peaks that will give answers. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you might be the only one that has answers. It's also true. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harrington Stanton, amazing. Yeah. R.I.P. You showed me a, uh, you sent me a link. There's a, a trailer for a movie called Lucky. Yep. I guess it's out already. Uh, I, I guess know. I don't know, but it's his final film. Yep. Um, Ed Begley Jr. and David Lynch are also in it. Yep. So why are we not like buying our tickets right now? I don't know. Why aren't we reviewing movies anymore? Because <laughs> I don't like movies. <laughs> Unless they have Harry and Stan. <laughs> Actually, that's not that's not true. I've I've been going to the movies more because I realized if I don't really care about the movie I'm going to go see, I don't have the theater anxiety. So I think I'm only going to go see movies that I either don't want to see or I don't really care if somebody ruins it. Um, so that's my new plan. Yeah, that I've, seems like a waste of time. I've been enjoying that. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much only want to go spend money on things I, I want to see. Yeah, right. and, uh, care about. Ideally, I would see movies I like in the theater with, with no strangers around. Like, that would be just ideal. I'd love, I'd love that. But, yeah, that doesn't always happen. No. Strangers are fine when they're not just being assholes. I prefer they're just not even there. Oh, I mean, I prefer yeah. they're not there at all, but, you yeah. know, they can be okay if mm-hmm. they're just... That's true. Like-minded. Right. You know, just, just keep to themselves, not talk. And, and, uh, yeah. Like, I saw a guy, I mean, I went to see It uh, last week, and I saw a guy, like, two or three rows up, kept checking his phone, and just, like, it was just enough that it was annoying, you know, but it wasn't like he was on it the whole time or anything, but, like, a few times, like, the light would just pop up, and I'd look down at him, and I'd be like, oh, shit, what did that character just say? You know, stuff like that, it's just like, "Ah." oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing fucking worse than just somebody flickering a bright fucking light in the darkened theater. Right, yeah. There's a, uh, uh, a, a Twitter controversy. Oh? Uh, last week some dude was like, hey, you know, how about movie theaters just start letting people use their phones because we all do it anyway. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, he, he got a lot of pushback on that. Yeah. It made me really happy yeah. to see. That's good. Because it was like, yeah, I mean, like we all live tweet you know, movies and, and TV shows from home, so why can't we just do it in the movie theater? Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. And so like, my response was like, you know what? I love to watch movies when I'm not wearing pants. We should just totally watch <laughs> movies with no pants on. Like everybody, just pantless. Yeah, right. Sometimes I masturbate while I watch movies. Right? Like, hey, yeah. like, there's a hot nude scene in <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. I'm going to jack off right now. Right. I mean, I'm already not wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> and you can live tweet your jack off stream. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. And he was trying to, like, backpedal. It was like, no, I mean, just, like, you know, one or two dedicated showings a day. And I was like, no, that is just. That's horrible. No, yeah. man. That is a slippery slope of just. Right. Letting people be assholes in public. Yeah. Sometimes my dog lays on the couch next to me while I watch movies. Can I bring my dog bring to the your theater? Dog, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you bring that bone of hers so she can chop yeah. her. Yeah, she loves to jump on that during the movie. Oh, that'd be great. I can live tweet the sure. photos of that too. I mean, you've all heard that on the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's and not like, distracting at like, all. No. If anything, it's relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's stuff like that. I'm like, I just shouldn't go to the theater. Like, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like seeing movies in public, but it doesn't bother me as much when, like, I went and saw, uh, Cars 3, and I couldn't have cared less about that movie. Sure. But, um, but it, you know, it was actually, it was fine once I actually saw the movie. It was, you know, it was actually enjoyable. But, I mean, I couldn't have cared less about ever paying to go see that movie. Right. Um, but, I had zero anxiety going to the theater because I was like, I really don't care if somebody talks during this or whatever. Yeah. Like, I still would have cared. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it probably would. I would probably yeah. would have been like, Hey, can you can you stop? But, but I mean, like, if I if I'm going to see, you know, like, you know, Hail Caesar when we went and saw that, I was probably like super stressed out about right. seeing it in the theater because I didn't want anybody to ruin it for me. Right. I get that, but you know, I mean, it's. There needs to be just some sort of, like, like just lockdown on just people being assholes in public. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, that is seriously the only problem, is that people are just, they feel free to be assholes in public. Right. Like, I paid to be here. I can do whatever I want. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. You, you paid to watch a movie. Yeah. Watch the fucking movie. Right. You want to have a conversation? Go do that elsewhere for free. Right. Yeah. Preferably in your own home. <laughs> Theaters. Yep. Assholes. Asshole. That's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's assholes. Yeah. There's there's a lot of them. Because you know, like it doesn't matter where you go, there's always assholes ruining something. Mm-hmm. Comic shops, grocery stores, the White House, White House, <laughs> Congress, <laughs> insurance companies. All right. I bet Donald Trump live tweets at the theater if he ever goes. Oh, I bet he would. He has to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, he's pretty much here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that felt good. <laughs> huh. Is there anything else exciting happening? Just, you know, suffering from nervous breakdowns and then feeling the, the crushing weight of life and, and loneliness upon me and not really knowing what to do with myself at times and, and uh, really having a, a resurgence of, of suicidal thoughts and uh, just not going great. No. That's a good thing we just read some Charles Byrne books to, uh-huh. to, to lift you up. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Um... I went and saw some uh, some wrestling. Oh, I saw some some luchador wrestling here in Dayton, Ohio. Well, that's not right. Yeah. Well, we do have a pretty big Hispanic population. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were they were on tour from, or I don't know if they're on tour, but they were they traveled here from Mexico. 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 That's what I said. Yeah. Well, what? personally, you said Mexico. I don't want to like burp when I was saying that. <laughs> I know how it's pronounced. I'm just bad at everything. Uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, they were from Mizuko. What was it called? Mizuko. Uh, Mizuko. Yeah, yeah. They were up here and uh, no Mexico, and and it was awesome. I've never seen live wrestling before. Neither have I. Well, you should go. Uh, actually, I almost thought about going. Yeah. Uh, Brasil told me about it, but uh, you know, uh, I've, I've had bad experiences leaving my house the last week or so. Right. So I was like, yeah. Also, I'm not really flush with money. And that would have been like, what, 15 bucks? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I could use that for food. A Jack Kirby graphic novel. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I re- highly recommend it. Uh, okay. It was, I mean, like, I, I grew up a wrestling fan when I was a kid, and I stopped probably when I started high school, because I remember still watching it on, like, Monday nights when I was in, like, 7th and 8th grade, but I don't, I think I stopped watching it when I was in high school, and then uh, I've never really watched it since, but I had an amazing amount of fun just watching dudes knock each other around and jump on each other and kick each other and it was great nice but it was it was like there was a finesse too it wasn't just like right. they weren't brawling they were like they were athletes <clears throat> it, was, yeah. it was cool I've never been a wrestling guy mm-hmm. ever ever I think we talked about it a little bit when we did that Andre the Giant book yeah. but yeah and also the wrestler and the wrestler yeah. god I love that movie that was a great movie but uh, yeah, Sparkle Comics had a, a table there, so I, I, I attempted to sell Sparkle Comics to, yeah. to wrestling fans. Doesn't sound like uh, you were very uh, successful. We had a lot of a lot of interest. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Talked it up to some people and sure. showed showed the books off. But but yeah, we didn't 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 have big sales that night. Yeah, maybe not to speak terribly out of turn here, but uh, maybe once you guys have some wrestling comics, right? Yeah, you might have a little more success. You know, we actually have talked about it even before this wrestling event we've talked about doing a like luchador comic yeah um, to speak out of turn I, I feel like that's something that's going to happen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh and and, and i kind of would love to see a comic based on solar um <laughs> the wrestler who i had conversations with <laughs> uh, we were we were neighbors like he was selling his stuff at the table right next to me, and um, he does not speak English, and I speak very little Spanish, like just phrases here and there. Right. And uh, so, you know, we 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 did what we could, but sure, we we ended sure. up we ended up you know you know you know shaking each other's hands and That's having. Good. I got my picture with him, and yeah. I, I bought a print of him of him as Solar. So build that wall, right? <laughs> right. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> He's the worst. Solar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, him and his son were a tag team there, and um, Solar has been wrestling since before I was born, and I'm forty. Yeah. So do the math, people. He's forty-one years. Forty-one years. (laughs) (laughs) He came out uh, with a a pugil. I don't know what. What would what do you have? Like wrestling trunks on? I guess. Sure. there's mask on. Could yeah. be. Yeah, the mask. Did um, he have a cape? Um, he did at one point. Okay. Had a cape, yeah. When he got in the ring, for sure, he had the cape. Yeah. When he was behind the table, he had a, a sleeveless Gold's Gym t-shirt on. Yeah. But yeah, he was super cool. Nice to kids and just super cool guy. And, um, yeah, I kind of kind of would love to see a, a Sparkle comic about Solar and the rest. Nice. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah. Far more exciting than anything I've done. Well. I've watched a movie and read some, some Charles Burns comics. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry, I'm going to dial it back from here on out the, rest, right. the rest of the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was it for me. <laughs> Maybe CXC, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. Well, um, I guess I can pick a comic. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, bring me a little light in my life. Yeah, oh. you, you love comics. You. They're one of your favorite things. Yeah. They're one of mine. Yeah. Um, pick a good one. Well, say so I've got two in mind. 
I think. Fuck. I can't decide. I, I thought we already had this settled. I thought we did too. Like, <laughs> you don't know which one, but no, but no. I, I told you I think I'm going to pick the old one. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm going to pick the old one. Okay. Right. So, um, one of the guests at CXC this year is Durf, back Durf that sure. we talked about. Yeah. And I recently picked up a copy of Trashed. Okay. And uh, I think we should read it. I will totally read Trashed by Durf Bechter. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's a couple years old, but uh, ish, year or two old, uh, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't not read it yet, yeah. so, so let's check it out. It's, uh, it's kind of funny. I follow uh, Durf on um, the social medias, and, uh, and he's, he's a curmudgeon. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's, he's definitely the guy that uh, if it's uh, something done by like a major studio he hates it you know yeah yeah uh just just constantly bitching about shit like that uh but uh and and i guess they'll even go so far as to bitch about uh things that relate to him because uh like about a month ago i saw him bitch about the fact that somebody uh, reviewed my friend Dahmer, a book that he did six years ago and he doesn't understand why <laughs> So, uh, so he's gonna be mad that we reviewed this. Week. I guess so. Yeah. Does he have anything brand new out? Uh, I don't I mean, think so. I know he's been working. You know, they're on the movie. Right. Um, well, the movie's done. You know, it's just in promotion and release phase now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know he's constantly working on something. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No new graphic novel, though. Probably. Yeah. Or nothing published. So. Published yet? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, then, then we're fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're covered. He's not gonna come after us. I hope. I know he was working on some sort of, maybe he already did that punk rock or something or other. Punk rock and trailer trash or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But trashed. Trashed. Yeah. yeah. Fanographics, comics. Uh, yeah, looks good. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. Sweet. Maybe I'll have him sign my copy. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've never met him. Like, he was at Space once when we were there in Columbus, right. but. Um, I never, I never went over his table because I hadn't read anything by him. I was like, ah, I'm not, I'm not going to, I was like, I know I'm not going to buy anything from him. So I'm, I'm not going to go talk yeah. to him and, you know, yeah. not buy something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was there at like the first space that I ever went to. And, uh, I bought the floppy version of, uh, my friend Dahmer. And, uh, last year at CXC, uh, I went up to him and he still had like copies of that. Wow. Uh, that he was selling for like ten bucks a piece. They're selling for like forty bucks a piece now yeah. on eBay. And, uh, like I think I wound up buying like a little postcard or something from him because like I didn't have enough to buy like trashed or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like I did go up and say, hey, you know, like, I just want to let you know, like like seventeen years ago, like I met you at Space and I bought you know my friend Dahmer from you there. And he's like, oh wow, you should put that on eBay. And I was like, All right. <laughs> did you? Yeah. yeah, it's it's doing well right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a copy at at my work. We just we put it out for fifty bucks. But we'll take forty if you're listening. Right. If you want to yeah. buy it for forty, there you go. Because that's what they go for on eBay. But right, you know, it's the convenience of just exactly. picking it up. You exactly. Know? I mean, forty on eBay, and then what, like seven, eight dollars for shipping? Right. And then who knows what it's going to look like when it gets to, and exactly. you have to wait a week. Right. You can walk into Mavericks right now. You can be reading it tonight. Yeah, and it'll be bagged and boarded. It's bagged and boarded. Yeah. <laughs> if we still have it. We, yeah. might, we may have sold it by the time you hear this. Maybe. Probably not. I'm guessing. Probably not. It's Mavericks. Yep. Deadpool is nowhere in that. It's not my friend Deadpool. <laughs> it's my friend Dollar. <laughs> if Rob Liefeld ever puts out a book called My Friend Deadpool, guess what we're reviewing for the show? Uh, that that's fair. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you haven't picked Deadpool Bad Blood yet. I held it in my hands today and looked at it. It's in my stack of possible picks. <laughs> I was looking through all my different. Po- I was like, hmm. <laughs> so you you laugh, but soon you will suffer. <laughs> all right. And, uh, I'm done. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. So, goodbye, people. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.